Chasm is a 2D action platformer adventure game uh, done in uh, authentic pixel art style. Uh, you play as Dalton, who is a soldier who's sent by the army to investigate a mining town where people have been disappearing. So you go into the mines and you uncover the remnants of an ancient civilization and rescue some of the miners along the way and you encounter supernatural creatures and as you uncover and unravel more and more of the mystery of who used to live down here and what are their what are the ramifications for the the entire planet uh, you eventually I don't want to spoil too much of the storyline, but it becomes a lot bigger than this one mining town. Got it. So it's, it's an authored uh, layout, it's an authored progression, it's not like procedural in any way? So, so it's, it's kind of a hybrid procedural and, not, and authored. So the way it works, and what I mean by that, is that each of the rooms is hand-designed, mm -hmm. and the story is a design storyline that you, you proceed through. Okay. But... Um, the way the world map is constructed is it is built out of like a library of hand-designed rooms. Got so okay. this room that um, this person playing in, um, I've seen before, but maybe I've encountered it in a different order than what he might encounter it. But so, you've never seen someone play it so well, right? Exactly. It's, uh, it's <laughs> been seems... stuck on the, the one's block here for a couple a couple okay. minutes. It's, <laughs> it's like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> so this is, uh, are you guys going to be PlayStation only? Are you going to uh, just start there? Um, so console-wise, we're going to start on PS4. Okay. Um, and so it's, it's being developed in Monogame. Okay. And um, Monogame right now, of all the consoles, it's only supported on PS4. Um, but once, Mon I've heard rumors that Xbox is planning on bringing Monogame to Xbox One. Um, uh, there are plans to do Monogame on Vita. Um, so as more platforms get Monogame support, we uh, would love to bring it as many places as possible. Sure. But uh, Sony's been super supportive of the game, bringing it to places like IndieCade. Uh, we're in their booth at E3. So so we really want to you know, kind of share the love back to the PlayStation fans and and uh, you know, make it special for them first. Sure. Well, it's, the the art style is gorgeous. I didn't die. I decided to stop playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so how big is the the team on this? Uh, it's uh, five people. Um, so uh, and we're spread out all over the place. So we've got someone in uh, the two founders of the company are in Baltimore and Atlanta, okay. and then we've got people in San Francisco and Rio, and I'm in Seattle and. Um, so, so we communicate a lot over Skype, basically. You guys have met in person. We have met in person. Okay. <laughs> there, there, yeah, yeah. But it was like we had been. I had been working with them for about eight months before I finally met them in person. Wow. Yeah. Did you start working on Chasm while you were finishing up Axiom? Or yeah. This? So yeah. So they're they're kind of like if you imagine it, kind of like as like a, a sine wave, like. That was cresting while Chasm was like ramping up, so it's like trying to ride the peak of that wave of like doing Axiom Verge and then switching to Chasm, and, and there's still stuff to do for Axiom Verge, but it's like just shifting my focus. Is yeah. it the same team that works on both, or did you have people working on separate projects? So, so Axiom Verge was done entirely by one person, um, Tom Happ, who's who's here. He's in the other um, in the digital selects area. 
So he did all the programming, the art, the animation, the music. It's still crazy to me. Everything. <laughs> um, crazy. So he and also he did it in the evenings and weekends because <laughs> he had a day job. Um, so so this was this was more of a collaborative effort with like five people. So it seems like a huge team by comparison, but it's, <laughs> sure. it's still a pretty pretty lean team. Yeah, That's and awesome. so I do the business stuff on on both teams. Um, so I'm like the business guy because there's a lot of times not enough work for a business person to be like to justify having a full time business person. But you also want to have a business person around so that like when on retainer. Did, yeah, like so when there are decisions to be made, it's like man, I wish one of us knew about business. <laughs> so, so like you know, so I'm there at at those key moments. And of course, it really ramps up as we get closer and closer to launch. Sure. And then post-launch, there's all kinds of like, what other platforms should we be targeting, and um, what should we be doing merchandising, and all that stuff. Very yeah. cool. I saw the uh, the backdash in there. Yeah, yeah, that oh, yeah, yeah. Happy. So I haven't haven't played uh, Symphony of the Night in a while, but already can tell like that's going to feel great to have that in the game again. Yeah, and so that's actually something that you pick up in that first hour of the game, like first two hours, because like I said, this is this demo starts about two hours in, mm-hmm. and so there are some power ups like um, there's that and. Um, yeah, I got the ledge hang was another power yeah, up. Yeah, that was one that you're it's you're supposed to get in this demo, um, but there's for example the slide that you get. Um, in the game, and I'll just run through it really quickly to show you what I meant about the procedural generation. Oh, okay. Sure. So this part is exactly the same as what you played, yeah. um, and the idea here is that there's a power-up that you need to get, not that. Um, I think the thing that's so striking about the motion of this is there's t- there's more frames than I'm used to seeing of animation for pixel art. Yeah. Like the normally you could do a swing in like maybe two or three. This one seems to go through the entirety of the motion. Yeah. Well it's definitely um, we have some advantages that the some of the classic games that inspired this didn't have. Like, you know, modern computers that actually <laughs> can can run sure. at at a high frame rate. So you get a lot more fluid animation, and yet there's still people who are going to look at it and say like, "Oh, this looks like it could have been done on a Super NES." Yeah, Super Nintendo like, No, no, it couldn't. <laughs> Trust me, it couldn't. So up until that point, that was exactly what you saw, and you know. Um, so I don't know if you got this room before. No, this is a different room now. So yeah, so that's so the idea is like for those of us who have played Symphony of the Night or Super Metroid over and over again and we're like man I wish I didn't know where everything was Mm -hmm. Um, you know I'd love to play Super Metroid fresh again you know Um, this gives people that ability that they can do that um, because otherwise you know um, each time you play it it winds up being a different experience. Sure. Do you in in a playthrough with the sort of uh, mixing around of these author rooms? Are you going to see all of the rooms in a playthrough, or is there some that'll be left out entirely? Um, you'll see about seventy percent of the rooms in any one playthrough. So, okay. so if you play through it again, you're you're definitely going to see rooms that you haven't seen before. You'll see some rooms, obviously, you have seen. Sure. Um, but 
there should be some new rooms and probably after like three playthroughs you'll probably have seen all of the different rooms that are in the game so yeah and so like if you look at the this layout um this is where the procedural generation comes in is like it just stitches it together by adding these different things and and attaching them together. Very cool. And so there, a lot of work went into getting the pacing right um, because we wanted to have some rooms that you needed the um, you needed that ledge grab for, and so it knows not to give you these rooms until you have the ledge grab because you'll you know you'll be stuck in that room as one example. You guys could just force people to start over. It's like yeah. sorry, I just didn't roll the dice the way you needed it. So. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, this is just a poor design decision, but <laughs> oops. As a design. Yeah, yeah it's, a it's a feature. Very cool. So, yeah, and so, like, for example, like, even though I've played this demo a million times, I don't know where to get to. I was just going to say, I don't know where the boss room is. Now I know, because, yeah. Well, yeah, because the game's giving you stuff. So you know something's up. Yeah. Yeah, and so like so like I said there are pillars of the game design where it um and I am not doing This a is a tough show. thing to, to talk and yeah. play. <laughs> That'll be my excuse. So yeah, if I yeah. die it's like well it's talking too. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so it it um by design um you know, this this boss bookends this area, but what you might get in between is going to be different. So, so overall, the structure will be the same. The the storyline will be the same. That seems like a good like a good way to mix up the authored content because I know like the procedural generation stuff is super big right now, but it doesn't really. Uh, it take the place sterile. of authored content. Yeah, it, it can feel very sterile. Yeah. Um, Just because it's all different doesn't mean it's all going to be good. Yeah. Are there how how is saving handled in this? Do you save at points, or is it yeah. per level you save? So, um, perfect timing because this this is a save point. Oh, okay. Uh, um, normally, but in this demo, this demo is actually permadeath. Yeah. So um, I noticed that. So, but ordinarily, if you die, you'll just go back to your last. You just go back to your save point. Okay. And do you keep your inventory? No. So anything you gained before you died, you you lose, and you have to get it all over again. Um, Is that same with abilities? Yeah. Any basically, it just reloads your last save point. So whatever was saved back then, that's where you are. So even if you got XP and you. Um, and you uh, you leveled up your character. You're back to where you were before. And usually, like if you if you level up, um, you probably are not that far away from leveling up again. So it's not that hard. But sometimes, you know, you can get a good random drop. Um, and I believe the random drop may still be random. Like you may not get the same thing, even though. So the way the, the the world is put together is based on the seed number. Oh, okay, yeah. And so any two people playing the game um, will have with the same seed number. If you type in the same seed number, you can have the exact same map as somebody else. But even within that, I believe there might be 
uh, some like random drops here and there. Like the, the um, layout of the map will be the layout of the map will be the same, and the enemies you'll encounter will be the same. So this is this is just a, a sneak preview of the the next area after the catacombs. And I'm just kind of running right through it, and so you get a sense of these expansive environments. Oh, gorgeous, yeah. very cool. So, and I did it all while talking too. So. <laughs> for the record, he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for, for giving us the run through. It looks yeah, great. Absolutely. So it's um, it's I see version 0.6. So we're probably a little ways off yet. You don't have to conf- like say anything specific. But. Sure. It's uh, well, 2016 okay. is um, we're really confident we'll hit 2016. Okay. Um, that's all we can say with enough confidence that we want to say it publicly. Sure. Um, yeah. So, um, but the good thing is that. Um, a lot of the unknowns are now known. Okay. So now we we have like this laundry list of things we still need to do. Like as you get towards the end of the game, you're running through a lot of empty rooms, and it's like uh, okay. we need content in those rooms. <laughs> so so we know that though. But and we so we've got to build out that content. But a lot of the design decisions of like how do we want this to feel? How do we want this to control? You know, how do we want the leveling up system to work? All those are those tough design decisions have been made and so now and you know iterated on iterated on to get just right and so now we just have to like race to the finish line the long slow race to the (laughs) the long yeah the 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 baton death march to the finish line well uh godspeed on that this is looking like it's shaping up great yeah really excited to see it when it comes out thank you very much